you have to go through difficult things because always when you go through difficult things, then better things come to you. And uh, you should enjoy every moment and also uh, about from enjoying yourself, try to share special moments with people who you, who you love and who love you. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you. Thank you all so much for the support. More than 185 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC, to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev, to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics, to the United Nations, to the Vatican Church, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament, and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. And if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram, aziz.future, and join the Telegram channel, Kiev Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians, and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, France, Switzerland, and Monaco, top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland, top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai, and top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places, because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people, and this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Polina Tlisichnaya. Polina is a student of the Foreign Languages Faculty at VN Karazin Kharkiv National University. She works as an English tutor for children. Polina is a huge music fan. 
vinyl collector and amateur photographer. Her hope is to change the world for the better someday. Paulina, how are you today? I'm amazing. Thank you so much for inviting me here. How are you today? I am happy to have you here. And I want to begin with something more emotional. So Paulina, when you really want to feel alive, when you want to forget the troubles of the day and just feel those emotions that you want to feel, what is an activity that you love to do? Mm, actually, until this year, I thought that the thing that brought me um, the most um, happy moments and when I leave all my thoughts behind, like some negative th thoughts and I can be in some happy place, it was music, traveling, my friends. But this year I found really um, the thing that brings me joy. I never thought that it would be the thing that I will like that much, but really when I'm um, with kids or when I'm working as a teacher, I really like to bring them uh, new knowledge, new information, and I like to look in at their faces, how they're interested and uh, listening to me with such, you know, inspiration. They like the process. They are very interested in English. They like to do the tasks, and it brings me so much joy that I forget about my deadlines in uh, university, for example. Uh, and some other questions that can be hard and difficult for me because kids are really great. And of course, music, taking pictures, listening to vinyl, meeting my friends and traveling because I like to travel a lot. So there are really a lot of things that bring me joy. And uh, I also miss uh, visiting concerts because of the COVID-19. And it's very hard for me. I haven't been to concerts for like uh, like year and a half and it's a very big time for me because I really love music and I miss concerts very much. So if I understood you correctly, it is music, photography, travel, concerts, which is part of music, spending time with friends. But the biggest discovery is that when you're with kids, teaching them, looking at their faces, they're interested in the process and you're bringing them new knowledge and new information that is dear and near to your heart, correct? Yes, yes. It's, it's very great. It's a very great experience. Tell me more about it and why is it meaningful for you? Um, I think it's meaningful because um, teachers are very special people in my life because I have a very you know, special bond with a lot of teachers from my school um, because uh, we spend a lot of time with them. They, um, what's different from the university teachers is that teachers from school, especially in first form, second form, so when you're six or seven years old, uh, their purpose is not to just give you knowledge and new information. They also uh, try to make you a better person because you see them the most of the day. Like uh, when I was a child, uh, we get we get such thing that's in Russian called pradlonka. Pradlonka is the thing I, I it's like extra time that you spend in school after the lessons end, and you spend them with uh, other kids from your class, and uh, you play games, watch TV uh, with your teacher. And it was very special to me because we had a teacher and their helper, like a woman who helped us. 
like she was a nanny, but I don't think that we can call her a nanny because nanny is for younger kids. And we spent time with them and they really were amazing people who tried to make us happy, uh, to teach us how to make friends, how to be a better person. And uh, I love, uh, I had a lot of teachers in my life that were very special to me. I looked up to them. And they taught me a lot of life lessons. And it's very special to me because I now feel that I could be that type of person for another child. And that the years will go. And one day, one of the children will say, oh, I remember my teacher that taught me that. And like, you know, when we all go, all that left um, when we go, all, the, all, the, all that left from us are memories and thoughts. And I know that it would be really great that uh, I will teach them not how just to work with, you know, tenses like present, simple, past, present, perfect, something, something. But I will teach them something bigger than that because I try uh, to share some life knowledge, life experience and some of my thoughts on different things, not just teaching them English. And I hope that someday they will be thankful for that and it will be something special. Thank you. So if I understood you correctly, when you are in the first and second form, the teachers, they didn't just teach you. Their purpose was also to make you a better person and you developed a special connection and bond with them and you remember them fondly now. And because you looked up to them and them sharing their thoughts, and the memories you have with them, they stay alive and w with you and having an impact in your life. Yeah. So for the children, you wish to be the same person that today, not only teaching them about tenses and languages, but thoughts, life lessons, wisdom, and the way to make them a better person, how to make friends, etc. So that hopefully in the future, they will be grateful and thank you in their minds for all the memories, all the thoughts, and you live through them in perpetuity. Did I understand it correctly? Yes, of course, of course. And how is that emotion similar to any other part of your life that gives you a similar feeling of making a difference for someone and of for living or being timeless in a way? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I think that um, now I'm looking for such a sphere in life in which I can make uh, a development as a person and also make change in this sphere. Uh, because uh, I, I like, you know, I have a personality of a collector. Uh, my favorite musician is David Bowie, and he described himself as a collector that he didn't create mostly but he looked up to different people doing different things mixing it up together and doing it his own and i hope to do the same i hope to try different things and not stick to one and make it like the thing of my life and uh now i'm trying english someday i hope to um you know try something in music because um I know that now I'm a huge fan of music and was since childhood, uh, but I hope to try to create music, but I don't know how because I'm not sure if I have a voice or I have, you know, um, a talent to create the music, the beats 
itself uh, but i hope that someday i can connect my life with music or with some sort of social programs and so i would like to try everything and find my place and think of different things at the one time yes so you have a personality of a collector like david bowie and you will try many things from different spheres and mix them together to make something of your own right now you're focusing on english but hopefully someday you'll find a way to be involved with languages correct yeah 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 uh, with music specifically and not languages so tell me about music you said maybe you don't have a voice you don't have a talent to create the beat etc but imagine you could have any talent you wish what kind of musician or musical skill or involvement would you like to have if you could have magically anything you wish oh i think i would be a musician definitely because um the people that make the most impact on me every day and never fail to amaze me every day are musicians and maybe looking at today's you know uh fashion we can say that rap is the most progressive um uh music so i would like to be you know a bold female rapper that tells all the truth and like but uh i don't know how it is possible because women are treated in this industry especially uh not the way as men do and uh, it's hard for them to speak out their mind uh in a real way and you know like people put too many clichés on females and music sometimes especially in rap because they think that uh, it's a man's man's world about rap but yeah really i would like to be a rapper because I think it's great and it's very interesting and I spend most of my days listening to rap but it all started with maybe rock music because my father introduced me to music my first bands were The Prodigy Metallica Depeche Mode it was maybe I was like 4 years old or 5 and since then my biggest joy was music then English added and yeah there there are the two things that keep me to say hydrated every day and yeah I love both music and English very much and also music helped me to learn English and be interested in English the way that I am now because I wanted to know to understand all the words to music and that's why I started learning English and getting into it and yeah so they're connected to me like mu- the meaning of music and the meaning of English in my life together yes music and English together and if you could be a female rapper who is respected in an ideal world you will speak your truth and say things as they are correct yeah 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 and can i can we call this honesty sincerity authenticity free speech or what would be the name for that or just uh, like exposing the hidden truth or what would be a way to describe that I think honesty I think that people sometimes think that uh women or like a lot of like people are always sure that they struggle the most themselves and that no other person understands them and 
but in reality, even if you look at the person and you think he is 100% happy, he loves his life, everything is perfect, it's not always as it is. And sometimes, like, even a teenage girl can struggle more than, you know, a middle-aged man. And it's not, you cannot compare. You cannot compare anybody's life to yours. But in my way, I wouldn't say that I'm struggling with something. But I would, like, you know, make people not treat girls and women in this industry uh, the way that they do now. Because you can name all the famous female rappers, like, on the palm of your hand or the fingers on your hand. Like, they're like, one, two, three, four, five. And how many men they are? A lot of. And you cannot compare the talent. Like, there are a lot of talented women in the industry, but yeah the the genders are treated differently and uh sometimes people think that women can write women can rap women can speak their truth and that they can make just the pop songs about some you know bubble gums and unicorns and happy life but it's not always as it is and you can make pretty and you can write pretty different and depressing things that sometimes come to your mind and outlive them in you know, and to 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 make them music and pour all of your thoughts into music and do it like that. Thank you. And is that similar in your mindset if you are able to take things that are the truth, turn them and write them and turn them into music and then share it so that you stay in the thoughts and memories of people in the same way that you would love to stay in the thoughts and memories of children when they grow up. Yes, I always thought that I also had, you know, the thing in your mind that one day I would like to make something to for people to remember. And maybe that's why all the things that I touch, like English, to be reminded, uh, or like to be, uh, yes, like for children to stay always in their thoughts and in their memories about you. And the same thing maybe with music, because I would like to not just to be like, you know, aside from it and just to be a listener, but to be somebody who collected all the music that he's or like in my way, she's been listening to her all her life and finally made it her product that people will, you know, listen to, make their own thoughts on it and keep them in their mind and later uh, be thankful for that or not, but just be in the minds of somebody. Yeah, it, it would be great. Yes, being in the minds of people and to understand why that is so important for you. Imagine this scenario. In this world, only your family and friends will remember you, but nobody else is ever able to keep you in their mind or remember you. Why is that bad? What's the worst thing about that? I don't think it's a bad thing. I think that the thing about impact, it's not just uh, being in the minds, because I think that, uh, judging from my point of view, uh, I'm thankful to all of my friends and my family. They're so special to me and I will carry memories about them through my whole life and I'll cherish them forever because they're really amazing people and without uh, people who surround me every day, I wouldn't be a person who I am now. They're amazing. Yeah, I'm really thankful to 
all people that surround me. They're great people. And uh, with making impact, it's not just about memories. It's about giving something good to the world. Like you were given the opportunities to do something, uh, for example, I don't know, like to live. And uh, I, I, I just have a mindset that you should give instead for your life, like something great to the world that not just be like uh, dedicated to you and people will see it and think of you, but just living with the thought that you did something great and maybe changed at least one person's life to the, for the better. And like, it's amazing. So I'm trying just like small things doing, trying to make one person's day better. And uh, I hope then later it will grow into bigger things uh yes so i would just like not to be remembered for good things maybe not just my name but to be good for as many people as i can to make people happy thank you so if i understood you correctly it's not about people remembering your name it's about impact where you make as many people's lives as you can better even if it's one person that you make their day better, that is meaningful. And every small win is a win to you. Did I understand correctly? Of course. Um, of course, uh, everybody thinks like, you know, everybody has a different thought on, like there are two types of people for those who uh, go for something to participate and those who come, who go to win. Uh, there are different, like, both of these uh, mindsets, they have uh, their disadvantages and advantages. But I'm some of that, some of the one type of the person and some of the second type. Uh, but yeah, I think that if it's a race of doing something good for people, uh, so just participating is already great. Like just helping uh, not like millions of people at one time, but try with one person and two people and then more and more and more. Don't come for big goals at at one time when you want to do something good. You can try with going just for one person at first. And then if you go, go and go and go, you will... Uh, may, maybe, maybe nobody is sure if he'll uh, succeed in any type of thing. Nobody can be sure about that. So maybe one day, as you through your life doing something good, maybe then it would be a bigger thing at one time. Like it will make an impact on more people than just one person. But one person is already great. Yes, and let's return to this desire for impact. Were you born with it? Did you always feel you should have a bigger impact in your life? Or is there a role model, whether real life, like a teacher or imaginary, that instilled this onto you? Or did you just learn it through life experience? Or how was the origin of the and the inception of this desire for impact? Really, it can sound very, very funny and corny, but uh, when I was a kid, I was always watching, uh, like I remember it like, like it was like yesterday, watching the Metallica's concert. And I was like shocked that people are so great and they're so 
investigated in their thing and they're so they love music that much like they spend their like the thing of their life is music and they uh, make an impact on that many people every single day like there are millions millions of people who love metallica all over the world and just metallica's concert uh, I don't know in numbers, but it's thousands of people every time. You cannot just get a ticket. They're sold like two months prior, three months prior to their show. And it was really great looking at them. And I was like, as a kid, I just remember that we did small interviews uh, after we ended the first form. And the interviewer, they, uh, he asked us, all the kids, uh, one after another, uh, or we were sitting like three people or two people, like in groups, I don't remember. But uh, he was, one of the questions was like, uh, who do you want to be in future? <laughs> and everybody was asking like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be like a chef. <laughs> I want to be, I don't know, a dancer. And I was like, I want to be and ele- I, 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 I like asked a very in, in a very strange way. I wanted to answer that uh, I wanted to be a rock guitarist, but I said that I don't want to play an acoustic guitar. I want to play an electro guitar, like for the interviewer to understand and for every person that looks at it that I insisted on ha- on on playing in a rock band, not just on an acoustic guitar. And maybe that was the first like my motive of going somebody as someone bigger than I was and um, later maybe also the musicians inspired me because I looked up to them I always watched their interviews also as a way of learning English because it helped me Uh, when I was interested in a certain musician I was just turning on the subtitles and translating some parts of the phrases and that's how I learned English and um, yeah there were different musicians who made an impact on me. Uh, David Bowie, a huge inspiration to me uh, from like newer people. Mac Miller, Tyler, the creator, also the bands Depeche Mode, Metallica, The Prodigy. Uh, when I watched their interviews of all of these people and listened to their music, I was just thinking that one day maybe I also want to put off all, all of my thoughts into music and pass my knowledge to other people maybe someday yes so music would be a way maybe of you being a teacher as well i don't know what is your comment on that but i'm hearing you and i'm hearing two things that you're highly visual and highly kinesthetic which is not normally the way that people are normally one modality is much stronger than the other whether auditory kinesthetic or visual So to ask you, do you have a very vivid imagination? You can visualize everything really well and or are you a highly emotional person who feels every sensations and emotions deeply and you're more about embodiment and movement, etc.? I'm the middle ground. I'm always the middle ground in all of the questions. I'm always in the middle. I really struggle to pick one side in all of the questions. Uh, and here I can say that I'm a visualizer in, in some way because also you can say that taking pictures is also visualizing. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm an amateur photographer, so I'm not the best of the photographers, but I still like to make, you know, 
certain scenes in my head and visualize things and it goes well with me but also at the same moment uh i'm a very very emotional person i really feel other people other people's emotions very deeply and um emotion is a very strong thing to me also i can say that um i'm interested in astrology like for better or for worse i don't know and uh my sun sign is cancer and cancers uh, are known to be very emotional and uh passionate and yeah cancers are great people <laughs> i have a lot of questions now and let's begin with Okay, I'll ask three. I hope you'll remember them. If not, I will repeat. One, do you dislike or find it a bit uncomfortable to make decisions? That is one. Second, you feel people's emotions deeply. So people you're talking with or also when you walk in the street, you pick up people's energies and emotions as they walk by. And third, tell me, more about your beliefs and thoughts about astrology so uh, the decision making and whether that's a, a fun good thing you like or you, it's not something you're that uh, excited about and people picking up on people's energies and emotions even as you walk near them and by them and astrology yeah i rem i remembered all the, all of the questions the first question about decisions well that's the thing where my position of a person in the that is always in the middle ground between two things this is when uh it is not fun <laughs> to be in the middle ground because i also i can be like very excited about something but i'll just sit and when it comes to making this decision not just thinking of it all of the drawbacks of the situation that can be after making a decision come to my mind and uh, make me struggle to whether agree with the decision to make the decision or whether or not so yeah with decisions it's very very tough for me sometimes but i try to be an optimist and try to uh make positive decisions and not to think about the drawbacks that can come later uh about people and people's emotions no i think it's mostly with people who i talk to uh with uh people close to me that try to hide something or not not like for me like some gossip or something like that but when they try to not to show their real emotions to other people because they're struggling or they don't know how to tell it i just feel it on a certain level uh not always but a lot of times uh and about astrology about astrology it's the same thing about the middle ground like there is nothing that i believe in uh in 100% except myself but uh with astrology uh i started to be interested in that after some of my friends started talking about that i was like i don't believe in that how you can be just born uh when you know a certain like when the planets stand in a certain position but later when i started uh, there is such a thing that is called natal chart uh is where can you see all the positions of the stars and planets that were uh in the night when you were born or in the day that you were born and uh i found some interesting information and started you know comparing uh natal charts of my 
uh, friends and family to its descriptions and it really made sense. I don't believe in it 100%, but, well, something, something is going on there because uh, a lot of similarities are real. Thank you. You said you believe in yourself 100% or you said there is nothing you believe 100% in other than yourself. Tell me more about that. Well, I can touch myself so I know that I exist. <laughs> but, well, um, I'm trying to, you know, create some positive thoughts, like you can call them affirmations or something. And I really, I'm just re really the thought that always, that is always in my head is that if you believe in yourself, everything is going to be great. So uh, even in not in my, even not in my best days, I still remember that I have myself and uh, we can do something together in the team, like me and myself, me, myself and I. So, yeah, and uh, you, I don't know, you can't say you have a strong bond with yourself, but if that makes sense. But sometimes I'll just sit. I think if I have some bad thoughts, I think stop. We've come through like way worse things than that a lot of times. So nothing can break us being myself and uh, that's what that's the thing that keeps me going on like that not everything is going to be dull and not interesting and only i can make a change in my life not even talking about other people's lives but only i can change something in my life and that's the thing that keeps me going on believing in myself i like the way you think and I would like to know, what is your Myers-Briggs personality? Myers-Briggs uh, Myers personality is like, uh, the test is like, uh, like three letters out there, right? And there are different characters, there are different colors. Four, like INTJ or EST, uh, etc. Like, I am guessing, okay, are you introverted, which means you recharge yourself in solitude or nature alone or with one person? Or do you recharge yourself more through people, community, and being surrounded by more people? Uh, I really like to be surrounded by more people, but I really, I just, I'm now thinking about the name that uh, I got in this test because I made it in Russian. So I don't remember those letters. And uh, But my type of personality, there were four. Like there were, uh, I don't remember that. There were like uh, the people of different colors, like yellow, green ones, purple and something, and blue, I think. So I was the person of a green color and it was the fighter. I don't remember the letters that they have. I'll check it now, but because I, I would really like to remember. But I remember that my personality was a fighter and the famous person who had the same personality was... Robert Downey Jr., like the most famous one. Yes, campaigner, which is ENFP. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'll, I'll see. I'll see. Yeah, it was ENFPA or ENFPT. Yeah, that's my personality. Yeah, so you're extroverted, intuitive, feeling, and prospecting, yeah. which is really interesting because those people they don't care as much about achievement they care more about the dreams about the goals the missions of people 
and the adventure of being alive. Does that describe you and what you care about when it comes to yourself and to others? Yes, I think it's a perfect description. Thank you. And tell me more. Why did you choose Kharkiv and you didn't go to any other city, whether Lviv, Odessa, or even Kiev? Um, yeah, that's not, um, not the case because I was born in Kharkiv. Uh, uh, and I think that uh, when I ended school and passed all of my Xenos, uh, all of the exams, the first thing why I didn't move to the other city was because I wasn't expecting to do that well in the exams. So I thought that I wouldn't get uh, such a great point uh, so that I could uh, enter the bigger university, uh, not like the bigger university, but the university in the other city because I was uh, looking forward to moving to Kiev because uh, I really love Kiev. Like Kiev, I think it's my favorite city in Ukraine, one hundred percent. Because it's just great. I can't explain it in words. I can't put it into words. And um, so, uh, also, I love Lviv and I love Odessa. These are great cities, but I don't know much about universities there. Uh, so when I passed all the exams. Uh, I just didn't have a choice. I didn't have time to just make all of the different plans. I wasn't really ready to move to other city when I was 17 because I ended school when I was 16. And when I passed the exams and um, uh, when it was time to submitting to some of the universities, I was almost 17. I was still 16. So I really, I, I wanted to go somewhere, but somewhere in my mind, I realized that uh, I wasn't ready to change everything that surrounded me back in the time, to leave my family, to live alone. Uh, I couldn't even, I, I could barely do the chores in my house, just in my room, because uh, I'm not quite a messy person, but I'm always in work, in my thoughts, so I don't have time to think about what is surrounding me. And uh, that's why it was the best choice to stay in Kharkiv and to enter university here. Thank you. And you have two friends from your university who have participated in this podcast. Tell me more about your experience listening to their episodes and knowing them on an, from another facet. Yes, uh, actually, yes, uh, everybody who's listened to this podcast, I really recommend you, if you haven't already, go and listen to the podcast of my friends. All of the podcasts are great, but I think I have to uh, pay my respects to uh, Katerina Kievska, who studied with me in the same school in Kharkiv, and to Denis Ganja, also a great person that's studying uh, there. To, they're both studying uh, with me in the same university, and I'm really thankful that uh, we are friends. And uh, yeah, so they were the people who actually introduced me to your podcast, and I got really inspired with your connection with Ukraine because it's very special. Like we are all people that were born in Ukraine. Of course, we are. We like we like to talk about Ukraine and to say that we love our city and our country, but you have a very, very deep connection that really inspires all of us. And we were very interested to hear your story and it's great. And uh, so Kate and Denise, uh, they are both uh, 
people who are working in this piece in the sphere to make uh, the youth of Ukraine uh, to show maybe I can say to show the Ukrainian youth uh, basically it's also your purpose to show that uh, our generation is making a difference for our country and hopefully for other countries in the future and they are representing uh, our country and our youth uh, in other countries to maybe to the other countries and show that we are really great people and we can make a change someday and uh, they are working on it and it is really really great and i'm sure i'm sure that one day the world will hear about them and they will make a huge change in it thank you for the kind words it means a lot to me and yes they're doing absolutely amazing work whether katerina kievskaya denis ganja or any of the other people as well from public diplomacy platform and the other organizations in the Kharkiv area and in Ukraine. And to return back to you, Paulina, as a photographer, although an amateur one, when you take a picture, what resonates with you that makes you think, wow, this picture, I love it, and it is my style? Is it a photo that tells a story? Is it the sincere emotions? Is it the composition and colors? Or what to you is the criteria of your own ideal picture when you are being the photographer? Uh, I usually take pictures uh, on uh, a film, on film. So it's an old camera with a 35 millimeter uh, film. And so you don't have a chance to look uh, what is happening on the screen. You don't know what is the picture that you have taken. Uh, yet to the moment when you see the final product, it can be in certain days when um, you give the film to the people who will uh, give you later the photos on them because you can, can't look the, on them on screen. Uh, because he doesn't have a screen, obviously. Uh, and so it's a surprise both for the person who was a model and both for me, what is going to be on there. So I just trust myself and trust the model. And so there's just a second. And if the person moved or if the person blinked, it's already a bad one. But I try to, uh, because I almost, all of my pictures were taken in Kharkiv. And uh, I try to make the places for people to wonder where is it. So not to make it obvious places, not uh, the known to the old center of the city, all the places that people take the pictures there, like when they go with the excursions and just walk on the center and they know like, oh, it's Dishprom, of course it's Kharkiv, or oh, it's Vienna Karazin National University, of course it's Kharkiv. I try to make it more suburban, uh, to take the pictures next to the graffitis, to some art and to morals. And, uh, but the, the thing that I like the most in the picture, maybe it's the aesthetic of the whole picture. And uh, of course, the best thing in photography is capturing the emotion and the way that person feels in the picture. For you to see the pictures, to see uh, it all works together. 
the colors, the background, the person, what the person is wearing, the emotion on the face, and it all works for the person uh, behind the screen who is looking at the final variant of the picture to feel the emotion that me and the person uh, who is on the picture, we tried to show to the person, like to all of the people that that they're going to see it, like for them to feel the same way or to understand what we had in mind when we were creating it. Thank you. That sounds great, like a real adventure in photography. And now I'm thinking, what is your attraction to more vintage or older things? Like you collect vinyl, you're using 35 millimeter old camera, etc. What is that attraction to such vintage, whether ways of being or a culture or objects, etc.? It's like, you know, a lot of uh, people from my generation are saying they are missing the times that they weren't even alive in, like before they were born, like the 90s, the 80s, the 70s. Maybe the same thing with me, uh, like, but um, already when it all mixes up together and you can see that uh, I like all of the vintage things. When I started collecting vinyls, it was because I liked the raw, the real sound that uh, was on the vinyls because I started collecting the old vinyls first and they have a very special sound like it's more deep and uh, as you can say more warm than the sound that you can hear on the recording for example from your phone in your headphones it's more complex and you can hear more different sounds and it's uh, in a better quality than you can hear on the phone uh, but later, also, I started liking vintage in clothes. I started liking vintage uh, in photos. And maybe it was the impact of maybe musicians and uh, movies that were made, I think, the most in 70s and 80s. And I started looking up to their aesthetic and trying them on and making my own. So, yes, I like all of the vintage things. And uh, I always, when I go to the different cities, the first thing that I check before I go there is the location of the flea markets to go and to buy some vintage photos, to buy some vintage clothes, accessorize, to buy some different, I don't know, of course, vinyls. And it's very interesting for me to look at the old furniture just to see what things people have there and it's really interesting to look at the culture through the flea market, through the things that real people in that city or in that uh, country used like a lot of years ago. Thank you. From the way you speak, I'm noticing you're into deeper like perspectives on things and not a shallow perspective whether on clothing or even on time, not now, but you like to go deeper or in the few, in the past and deeper in the years. So since you are such a person, do you have some lessons, life lessons, advice, or anything you can share with the listeners that maybe someone, even one person, could have a better day because of that? Uh, it's a very basic thing that, all people say on their birthdays, in their like inspiring speeches, but cherish every moment. 
like try to make every moment special. It's sometimes very hard, but you should know that life goes on and so do you. And you have to go through difficult things because always when you go through difficult things, then better things come to you. And uh, you should enjoy every moment and also uh, about from enjoying yourself, try to share special moments with people who you who you love and who love you, and it will be something great both for you and for them. And so try to make a change. That was great advice. Thank you. And if people want to follow you on social media or to communicate with you or send you a message, what are the best social media to do that? And I will make sure to write the username in the description. Yeah, so maybe the best way is Instagram. It's thisichna.p, so it's my surname, but it may be sounding difficult. So I think Aziz will put it in the description. And also I can be connected through Gmail, through mail. It's sweatshirt at gmail.com. So yeah. If you have some interesting things to tell me or to ask me uh, for a job or something else or for another interesting project, I'm very glad to participate in something new. And I hope that uh, I will make an interesting connection through you and through your listeners and maybe it will be a life-changing bond. (laughs) Thank you very much. A bond which also you used when referring to your primary school teachers. So that has a very special meaning to you. So I wish you a lot of unexpected deep bonds, a lot of your most sought after collection, collector items to (laughs) find them in the flea markets and the vintage shops and the vinyl, etc. And I wish you a great day. Yeah, I wish you great do and great holidays and to all of the people who listen, but I think that we listen to them after the holidays. And I'm also very thankful for this opportunity to speak on your podcast. And I hope you will have more and more amazing people here. And it will 100% be like that because we have endless amount of great people in Ukraine that will share their knowledge with other people and share their life experiences. And we are all thankful for you. Uh, to you for making this podcast and sharing your life story and sharing the other people's life stories to the world for us to be known and you're great thank you so much you're welcome really